because if we call someone an acquaintance to their face, it's a little passive aggressive. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you I, just like look at somebody and be like, oh yeah, this I don't, is my yeah. actually no, this is my acquaintance. Like what? You want to introduce somebody like that? Yeah. So it's like, hey, hey, this is Colin Cadet and Alexa Claire. The sky blanks, and you're listening to the 2721 Club. You're live. Don't cough on me. I'm not gonna. You got COVID. I. <laughs> I'm joking. I can't. All right. Busting your, busting your cojones. So, see what I did that's there. A, that's that, a that, wild that. opening. That's a <laughs> wild opening line. It's a wild opening I, statement. You see what I did there? You see what like, I deal with, everybody. Obviously, Alexa isn't the group leader. <laughs> craziness. And you know what? And I don't want to be. And I don't want to be. And I don't want to be. So this comes down to what we saw on Twitter a couple months back of this whole debate of, hey, do groups or friend groups have group leaders? Mm-hmm. And and why is that a preference or why is that a preference for dating? Uh, and I think that's kind of a box, uh, a multi-layered question, right? Mm-hmm. One being, what is that dynamic? What are the roles in a friend group? Do friend groups have roles? Do different friend groups act differently? What are the type of friend groups? So I think we have to look at that and, and figure that out first. And then number two is preference of you know a characteristic of a person when you meet the friend group. You know, say I'm say I'm I'm dating someone and I meet them and I realize that they're kind of timid in the friend group and not speaking up. Uh, then I start to question, oh, how's your interaction? So I think that was what that person that on Twitter had had mentioned or wanted to uh, go with, but there was a whole debate that erupted, and I will throw the tweets on the screen as mm-hmm. as uh, for you to see. But it it took many different shapes and forms. So I want to uh, ask Alexa, what do you think about friend groups and how are the roles in the friend groups allocated? I think how oh, they're allocated. <laughs> you are this, and you are that. But really, it kind of actually, if you think of it that way, it kind of that's the that's the that's the Justice League, so like Justice League right decides. there. <laughs> I feel like everybody kind of decides who's who after a while because you, it's if you think about it, you're a different person with different people in your life, right? Like I'm not gonna be like, what did you say? Like like a little bit more. I'm not gonna say aggressive, but maybe a little bit more assertive with certain people, and I'll be more soft with others. Just depends on what they kind of get out of me. So in some ways, I think the group kind of decides who's who and who's what. But I don't. All right. All right, let me stick it to the question you asked me. I think it absolutely changes over time and with age, I think, actually. Because like, go back to thinking about when you were a kid, go back to thinking about like middle school. There's always that queen bee, right? With her entourage, <laughs> right? Were they really friends? Or were they just all afraid of social death? <laughs> like, of not being included? Like, we wear pink on Wednesdays. Like, I don't, it's if you don't gross. do that, then you're not a part of this. So. Really yeah, they, they weren't friends or followers they, they, that part that part they were followers before so instagram <laughs> at what point can you i think it's a matter of like figuring out if there's a leader in the group first of all i don't think you can have a friend group if there are leaders in the first place i don't think it is okay. a friend group yeah. at all i think it's an entourage i think it's a cult i think it's a <laughs> <laughs> i think it's a cult <laughs> i mean for real i think it's all those things but then when you really consider going in further and looking at the friend group like how much does every person feel as though how comfortable speaking their piece, right? Like if I don't like something one of y'all do, I feel comfortable to say, hey, that wasn't so cool. Or, hey, this made me feel this type of way. I feel comfortable doing that. But if I didn't, then we got to talk about the power dynamic here and realize that maybe this is not a friendship. Mm. 
What about you? Yeah. How do you think it changes? Yeah, totally. I mean, I was um, thinking as you were speaking, and one of the, the things that came up to my mind when you mentioned a friendship dynamic, which is like, you know, very much um, power imbalance and to the extent where it causes you to question if it is genuine friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm rewatching Total Drama Island, and oh, there's man. a character named Heather was a perfect example of this I mean in a hyperbolic way but she is like <laughs> in that mean girl-esque you know archetype archetypal typical you know you know presentation of a, of a of like a girl who's literally just using other girls like in within the context of the show it's like a competition and so she's just taking advantage of these people who just maybe don't know any better or are are just um don't aren't the same personality type of as her but it's like to the point where like it's machiavellian <laughs> like she will literally like manipulate these people um and it's like wow like are you really their friends or are they just is it just utility is are they just like a means to an end and to what extent is this friendship valid at its current point in its stasis like does it need to serve a role and it's okay if it does but what role does it serve right um and that's for me how my modern like and, and like when in my current like maturation like of today you know as an adult like you just sort of think about friendship differently than you did when you were younger right um because you think about like some people serve different roles in your life today i mean it's okay to ask yourself that question but i feel that when people are fueled by just the fact that they just want to seem like they have friends or they want to seem like they have influence. Um, And that's like, obviously them trying to, I mean, if you want to seem a certain way and that's your motivation, that's obviously like, in my opinion, like a matter of internal insecurity. And that Mm -hmm. comes across after a while, right? Because the integrity of the friendship um, starts to feel, it starts, it starts to lose resonance because you're just like, Hey, like, you're you're operating in a way that doesn't feel consistent it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like friendship but i also think that um in so much that we're having this conversation right in so much that we're having this conversation i do think that it's important for us to do some defining in terms of what we feel is appropriate versus what we feel isn't appropriate but that can be different for each person what's one of your not appropriates like if you were to see a friend group, it doesn't even have to be yours, but you were to see a friend group operating, you do, you know, maybe you're just going out with them. You've been invited to come with them to go out dancing, whatever. And you see how they interact with one another. What are some things for you that you're like, whoa, what is this? I have not seen this before and I don't like it. Like, what are some of yours? For me? Uh, yeah. So I will. Yeah. Okay. So what, what, what comes to my mind as far as things that I feel like is weird you know, like sometimes, like, I don't know why this just came to my mind. I've like, I've heard of this. I'm not going to say like, I've had like, maybe, I don't know. Maybe if I think hard enough, I could think about like an experience where I've ran into this, but I have heard from friends that they've, that they've experienced this. Um, Like, so like women who go to like the club and like, there are some girls who go to the club and they like are bringing friends with them as like almost a prop. (laughs) Like literally like, it's like, this person is not really actually- when you purposely yeah. bring friends, yeah, I've, that, that 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 <laughs> like that no, literally that. Like I've heard build yourself up. Yeah, like I think there was like a TikTok that was floating around about that, and like you know, just the conversation on like women who are going to the club with their in quotes ugly friend, and like <laughs> why like how some people I guess are doing that intentionally. Mm-hmm. So like in in, in so that cool. case, that's like a terrible thing to be doing. 
Um, you know what I'm trying to say? Um, if you're, if you feel like your your relationship to this person has, is, is important because of how, like the perception of you might be enhanced relative to what you deem as them not being good enough, you know, Mm -hmm. is, is certainly (laughs) is not a great, uh, a great, um, indication of friendship. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I think you made me think about, first of all, like, what is a friend, right? Like, where do friends exist? Mm-hmm. Does it, is it just for usage of, if this person's going to invite me out to go out and do certain things for them, I should question that. If, right. if you can't hang out with me in my home, in different places, in different environments, then I don't think you're a friend. You're more of an acquaintance. I know you out of school. I know you in this environment here. Because I think a lot of people just say, oh, yeah, that's my friend. Do mm-hmm. you really know? them do you know their middle name do, do you do you know where they grew up like i think that's more i think the bar for friends the use of the word friend is so low yeah. uh, because everyone's your friend no exactly. i don't know that person that person like and we've and we seen it like people that we thought we knew we really didn't know and they end up doing something crazy and then i'm like I know, she i didn't really yeah. know them because great i didn't know them i didn't see that side of them yeah unless you can see somebody in every aspect interacting in different in different places yeah you're not you're not really like their friend like i don't i i've seen you guys in every different like circumstance and environment for the most part um and i count you as friends but other people like i've only seen them existing in school i've only seen them you know uh maybe existing like on a sports team or something like that and so if you only see that person that aspect i can't really be part of that and i guess it goes into like okay i'm not really part of the friend group i'm more Mm -hmm. of an acquaintance but some people qualify that as, hey, like, let's go out and do something. Oh, you're my best friend. Now. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. it doesn't work like that. Like, I should get to know you a little bit more than putting that label on you. Right on. I think it's better also so? a lack of a lack of language. Because if we call someone an acquaintance to their face, it's a little passive aggressive. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you I, I, just like look at somebody like, oh, yeah, this I is don't, my yeah. friend. Actually, no, this is my acquaintance. Like, what? You want to introduce somebody like that? Yeah. So it's like. This un- it has to be this unspoken understanding between y'all that like we friendly, yeah, but we not friends. We're acquaintances. Right. We are buddies. We are you know things like there's there's a lack of comfortability with language there. I think that is yeah. absolutely the reason for that because to label something makes it legitimate, right? And someone everybody wants to be legitimate in everyone else's lives in some form or capacity. Like you want to know your role in someone else's mm-hmm. life so that you can fulfill it the best that you can i mean that's typically how you know healthy minded people whatever <laughs> act right so if i tell somebody that you're this to me then they're going to try and act like that to me but yeah. what happens if you don't have the right word for what they are the it kind of gets pretty kerfuffled and it gets kerfuffled and confused and how do you figure out like it just gets messy it just gets messy um, <laughs> and then also one thing i wanted to bring up really quickly was we were talking about the leader of the group and what you were saying about like the tactical and like, what is somebody for? Like, is it, how do you actually find a friend? And it kind of made me think of Lord of the Flies. Have y'all read that book? Mm, yeah, that's a, good, that's a good point. So there was like, yeah, yeah, like there were friends and all that stuff before. And then it's like, oh man, Piggy died. <laughs> yeah, no, that's actually well, no, a great Piggy reference. Piggy was murdered. Like, I just, mm, like, I really feel like that really goes into it. Like understanding that it's not always about who's the leader of the group, but who's the victim of the group. Oh, who's the villain of the group? Who's the villain of the group? Yeah, no, no, but that's such a real. good point. Who's the victim who's, it, whose voice isn't being heard? Right, because my thing is, so it can be very quick for everyone to be like, oh no, we see this person's taking on way more power. 
<laughs> than they should, quote unquote, for lack of a better word. But it's harder to see the person that keeps getting used. Mm. Yeah, who's, yeah, who's, right. Who's, and, and used against their will. Like some people are really comfortable being the ones to be like, oh yeah, my house is the hangout house. I'm the one that'll clean up. Like I know what that means to clean up. I know that that means making sure I have enough chairs for everybody, making sure I have snacks for everybody and that's a financial expense, so on and so forth. It's one thing if they're comfortable with that. But if it's another, if it's just like, oh yeah, we're all going to meet up at Sarah's house. Sarah's like, wait, what? I got to rush home from work now. What is happening? And it, con- it continues to be a thing. So looking yeah. at the victim of the group too, I think is really interesting. So I think that that's something that can be a part of friend groups. I don't believe a true friend group can have a leader, but I do believe that a true friend group can have a victim. Yeah, um, I totally do. I totally uh, see what you're, where you're coming from. And I appreciate the uh, shifting in framing, right? Um, whereby we are actually centralizing it on the person who is being victimized rather than centralizing it on the person who is being exploitative. And, you know, I, um, I'm interested in this conversation of friend groups, because um, I think that, you know, um, on one hand, the manifestation of somebody being a friend group leader can be disadvantageous to other members of the friend group. But I, I'm interested in the notion, like, I'm, I'm interested, like, I, I, one, one thing that presents itself to me is like, what if it, what if other people within the friend group feel like it's advantageous to have a friend group? have a team a a friend leader like what if they feel hey like I actually think that this is better because this person's personality type is more you know more so um extroverted and 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 this person actually helps us sort of rally together and you know this is the person that tends to like catalyze hangouts and overall morale so um I just wanted to look at this from from a well-rounded perspective because I think we've been spending a lot of time talking about the cons of a friend group leader and why it can have a negative manifestation, but how can it sometimes have a beneficial manifestation? I'm going to say for one thing, in high school, most people would have said that I was the friend group leader. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. And I don't say that from a place of like ego or arrogance. It's just that um, I think that I'm just a very extroverted, charismatic, like personality type. And um, I think that at that time specifically, I felt that my position within my friend groups was that of that of the highest influence. You see what I'm trying to say? That of the person who people were rallying around. And I think people just responded to that. Like it wasn't really being imposed upon them. It was just sort of like my character was that way. And we just sort of created this natural dynamic. But I think what's important within that context is I actually did really genuinely value them as individuals. And, you know, there was a nature to the friendship that could translate beyond just one manifestation of it within one context. Um, I think that, you know, what a lot of we were what we were talking about as far as what is what is like some of the the poor iterations of that would be somebody who does not really uh view the friendship from a means of how can I pour into your cup, but like how the fuck can I make sure my cup is poured into at and by any means at any cost. Do you mind really quick, Colin, I feel like to really get at the meat of what you're saying, which is super important, we have to understand how we're defining the leader of a group. So, because what you just said, said to me, like, you're sounding like the energy giver. Like, I don't see how that's, so are we defining leader as the person that says, hey guys, we are doing this? Or or are we seeing this as the person who like, sh- like starts arguments, ends arguments, is the one to say, oh, it's over, we're good. Like, how are we defining the leader of a, of, of a group? I don't, I really don't believe 
if a friend group can have a leader. I really don't. So I'm not going to use that language, but <laughs> how are we, how are we defining it's that? It's a, you know, like I said, it's an ecosystem mm-hmm. and it depends on each group. Exactly, group. Yeah. I think, I think in the Twitter response, like Twitter uh, reference, they were referencing the person that was telling what everyone's doing. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. And I think that's confused as well as being like, you know, in Congress, they have uh, like the House Whip and it gets everyone together. DC. Literally, literally, that DC. is the premise. GW, that, that is like, GW. No, literally, but, but know, like that's House of Cards. Like, even though yeah. the main protagonist of that was also problematic, shit, but he was, that's what that was. That's what yeah, the whole you're, you're getting everyone together. You're right. getting on the same page. You're, you're, you're bringing people together. And, and so also, the organizer, the planner. The organizer, the planner. And I don't think that's the, the always that is associated with like being oh you're proactive so mm-hmm. you proactiveness is associated with leadership but you can be a silent leader you can be a silent leader by doing other things okay. like just like hey like i i'm interested in this this thing you guys should be interested too like, let's do this and you can lead that way or by being the first to move to a city and everyone else follows you know like just automatically and it's not like it's very um i guess uh it forms in different ways like and I, so i think like the real the real in my eyes everyone has a different role of, of leadership yeah and it's not just like one single leader everyone yeah. leads in something like for for you alexa you're the leader on fashion and <laughs> and social you know interaction and i'm we're all extroverted people but you can talk to anybody <laughs> like, like we're all interested. colin is okay yeah but but <laughs> but alexa be talking to random old old men at the uh, cafe and not in a weird way like they're talking about like russia history and stuff <laughs> so like i don't know like we all have our different like little quirks and things and and it's like all like oh wow like you get in the door because i know you know you you can make other you know friends and affiliates and people that like just might talk because <laughs> I, I don't know their friend yet <laughs> but you know and then colin it just has this this um you know infectious energy about him that people just are drawn to and so like those things all manifest in a certain way and we're all very like high energy yeah um and so, like, yeah, like you, you are an ecosystem. We all feed off each other. We all build upon that. I think that's a healthy friendship. Agreed. Yeah, I, I would definitely agree with that. When you first posed the question, Alexa, I started thinking about that similarly. Where I was just like, I think that everybody sort of plays their part in in, in a larger sort of yeah ecosystem. Uh, meaning that, like, um, yeah, like it makes me think about like nature. Like, if everybody honors their own nature, it can create like it can actually uh, harmonize the mm-hmm. whole. You know, um, the problem is when somebody is trying to um, take advantage of someone else's nature. Like this is like when I once again go into something that like thinking like Machiavellian, like from a from if you want to think about like from a political perspective, it's the it's the or even from a behavioral psychology perspective, um, it's Machiavellian. It's that people are purposefully trying to exploit through manipulation because they're able to subjugate subjugate others through their ability to one influence but two make the most out of somebody who is impressionable to who can't who will respond who if i push this domino it's going to go down this one direction like literally thinking about house of cards like you, you were speaking on the house whip like the first couple of seasons when i forget his name but the, the person who did play that protagonist like the guy who ended up like having those sexual assault yeah, allegations, kevin spacey, kevin spacey. That's like literally what he was doing. He was just finessing people. It was Machiavellian. He was the house wit, but he was finessing. And so I think like, you know, when you have like a very uh, specific agenda uh, because you're just trying to get out ahead like that, those people aren't 
friends, they're chess pieces. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that like, you know, at the end of the day, um, there's a reciprocity to friendship and it's like, it's more about just leaning into your own nature and actually trying to uplift somebody else's nature so that all people can coalesce in harmony, which is literally what nature is. That That's like what an ecosystem is. Um, and when you apply an agenda onto an ecosystem, you can harm an ecosystem. You can, you can use your, once again, your, um, maybe this aspect of the human extracting the human, from earth yeah. right like essentially which is like i want this is what i want like i have an agenda that i'm imposing onto nature which is hurting nature hey y'all taking a quick break to check in and see how you're enjoying the show if you're learning from and loving what you're hearing be sure to subscribe to us on youtube and follow the show on spotify and apple podcasts now i've got to say don't forget to leave reviews y'all because that's how you show us that real love we're also active on instagram and tiktok at at 2721.club all right, that's all I wanted to say. Back to the show. I look that's key, problematic. I look you wanna wanna challenge that a little bit because I don't think it's necessarily always attached to an agenda. I don't think it's always necessarily conscious. When you're saying a person take advantage of someone else in the Yeah, framework? like taking advantage because a lot of because that's kind of I mean, why most I things to aren't inside of it. Huh? Uh, not to get too deep, but most things aren't conscious. It's not it's no, not no, a, right on, yeah. right on. Of course. But what I mean is, so in terms of saying like, if we're talking about the leader of a group and it's like, okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to come up with a quick example. Um, what's something a leader of a group would do if they were like with an agenda? Give me a quick example. I want y'all to, you know, pay for dinner. Okay. Solid. Cool. 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 All right. Paying for dinner. All right. Cool. Um, and that's something that they like expect all the time. Like they're the ones to be like, Hey, I'm going to do this. That's kind of why I brought up the victim side of it. Like the other side of this whole story, because you have to consider those that are all too ready to be used because they don't have a voice for themselves or for whatever reason that they haven't figured it out. My thought process there is that there are some people that take because they're just used to taking. It's not something where they're just like, oh yeah, like I don't have any money this time. I'm just gonna get them to do it. I think it's really just a matter of like, sometimes they just take with it, whatever they can, whatever anybody else will let them take. So who, and a lot of the time within a friend group, it'll be the same two or single person, whatever that ends up being taken from each time because they've already made a pattern for themselves of, you know, marking themselves as the one that is an easy pushover, you know, like, okay, well, I know for a fact that, um, that Sarah and Amelia are going to say no for sure. Cause I already asked them last time, but Elizabeth says yes, every time. And even though I know it kind of makes her feel bad, like she's still going to say yes. And I still want this. So I'm going to take it. I don't think it's necessarily always something that's like, oh yeah, I'm going to show up to this thing and I'm going to go straight to Elizabeth to get the, like, sometimes I really think it's a matter of who has marked themselves as the one that's easy to take. They're opportunists. Yeah. That's what I was about to say. It's like they're opportunists. So it's like, there's still a degree of, of strategy to it. It's not that it, it, to your point, you're speaking on, oh, but it may not be conscious, but on some level there is a, intentionality behind a strategy mm-hmm. and being an opportunist like that it, it may not be like that you came in with a game plan and that's not what I was in reference to when I meant agenda I meant that there's a um, aspect within the person that knows like what they want yeah like an entitlement right so, like, okay, I mean, I that. they, they I know what they that. want out of out of certain people and you know if a, if once it's, it's Machiavellian it's strategic if an opportunity arises they're going to take advantage of it um, and it may not be that they had a specific game plan prior, but, you know, whether they're conscious of it or not conscious of it, I would say that it's an example of somebody who's being exploitative with their influence. 
Um, but I, but I also don't. That's like once again, I I'm not saying that it's that it that it has to look one way or another. I'm actually of the opinion that, um, and I mean, once again, this is semantics. Like literally, we had to even define leader. We had to define friend. Like you know, there's a lot of things that might be getting misinterpreted potentially. But I think that's the purpose of defining. But essentially, what I'm saying is that like I think that in, if we're gonna if we're gonna operate with the term friend leader, I think that. Um, there are versions of friend group leaders where it's not necessarily um, exploitative. I think there are there's there's a version of it like to what Sky mentioned with the ecosystem where it can be symbiotic to all people just because that person's nature might just be that they are more influential and more extroverted, and that everyone else in the friend group responds to it. So that's just I, I wanted to say that I have I I can see it on on both levels. I think there's also a duality to it being the leader being taken advantage, right? The mm -hmm. quote unquote leader when yeah. you have, so think of people that are successful, like uh, celebrities and stuff. People want to be friends with them because they want their success. And so right. you have a whole room of people that are, are fake friends. Like, an entourage. Yeah, yeah, they're not, they're not real. And I, and I think, and this made me think about like GW uh, oh, because people, and I know not, not you guys is in your, your Greek life, but no, people join Greek life saying, for that, for that reason. They're like, Literally. Oh, I know this person that this has a certain reputation. Mm. Um, and I want to be part of that. Yeah, and I want to find those people to be, and they use it very as a, as a user, you know, they're like trying to use the system, which like in the end, that's why university is bring people together and, and to find people, but it's supposed to be organic. Right. And I think when you take the inorganicness of that and make it into something that's like very premeditated, then and like I'm gonna be I want to find this person and get to this to get into this room because their dad's involved with that. That's when it's like okay, you are just being a, like a user and opportunist opportunistic. Opportunist. Uh, opportunist. Uh, yeah. Oh no, yeah. opportunistic. Oh, okay. opportunistic. Yeah. So um, you know that's that's kind of when that's the issue. But yeah, like that that's natural in in society. You find groups, you find people, and you are you know akin to them. But when you are going out of your way to like target something and it's very like manipulative, then that's when it's an issue. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I think that um, in some stages of life, things might. Uh, you, the only thing that comes the word that comes to my mind, my mind is like resonate differently, which is to say that like um, when like when I'm in high school, like I think that like friend leaders were a lot more of a thing in high school, you know, yeah. and it's like people weren't even worrying about it because that was just like a normal dynamic, you know, as people, we don't spend enough time considering things like norms and how much that can like delude us or just cause us to not actually recognize the nature of what's happening in front of us. Uh, because we're just assuming that that's like what should be happening. And that's, that's one of the things that I personally learned. I mean, I, I study a lot of different perspectives but specifically as influenced by sociology i learned that there is no such common sense there's no such thing as like common sense right common sense is not common sense it's just subjective it's a construct and so within high school the dynamics of people within those um within that space is such where like you know being being seeing like group leaders is like normal but like at this stage in life i think that like somebody if, if your friend group has like a group leader you have to ask yourself like what am what why am I like what is why do I have this friendship like I think that in at, at, in my like early 20s I'm just a lot more intentional with my energy and my time so it's like I think that as you grow your your, your circle gets smaller especially if as you grow in success too because you know not everybody's going to sort of appreciate what perspective you have to offer and it's not your job to have to like continuously 
have to meet the Joneses and seek validation from people who just might be on a different rhythm as you. You might you have to stay on an energy of honoring of self, but then by projection of that, you honor them and their authentic self journeys. And, and it's like things that I felt applied in high school, I just feel like are too draining at this at this stage in life, which is why, you know, one follows the line of inquiry that we are that we are currently participating in, which is like, for one, what is a friend group leader and what role does it serve? Is it is it valuable? Um, or is it destructive? And I think that, you know, depends on the person you are, but at least for me at this stage in my, in my like life, I'm just very intentional. And I, and I think that like, sometimes the, if there's a dynamic where somebody's like a group leader who it just doesn't really care about people, it's just like, I just want to like validate myself through these friendships. Um, it turns me off at this stage in my life because it's just like, it, it, there's too much shit that I have to focus my attention on. I can't be drained by this too. Um, so that's my perspective on that, but, um, you know, that just made me think about like group chat, group chats, but we'll get into that in a bit. I think that's part of when, when you mentioned the high school thing, it made me think of like, why did those exist in the first place? Like, what was the need for a leader? And it was honestly because the stakes were high for what we call social death, right? Like the stakes were high for you to no longer be you know, like you're, somebody that mattered in high school. You're, you're stuck, right? You're like, stuck. like there's no, there's no escaping the day-to-day, uh, I guess, judgment of high yeah. school. Where like, when you grow in different stages of your life, you are less um, tied to a routine of like being always judging people in your business. Because when you're in, in high school- lower when you get older. Yeah, high school, you're like, this is the only people, this is my only perspective group I know that exists in the world, right? I don't like, at least for like me- I didn't know it. Like I never left the like country really. Like I was in my town. Mm-hmm. I know these people. I knew some other people like in other towns, but that's who you know. But I don't even think it's just that a matter of what you know, but a matter of what is going to touch you. Mm. Right. Like I, I know had I traveled back in high school, but yeah. I didn't that's not my interactions with people everywhere else like wasn't gonna affect me each day. I knew who was gonna affect me each day was people I was going to school with. Yeah. You feel me? So it's just like, how do I like I have to act accordingly. I have to do what the leader says, quote unquote, to like matter in high school. But anyway, I want to say that very quickly because I think it's also something that's like, if there's a leader in the group, then there's a reason for it. And why are the stakes so high that there needs to be one that acts in a derogatory manner, not one that acts within the ecosystem um, harmoniously. Okay, so I wanted to say that, but I also wanted to kind of get back to how we even started this, right? It was a matter of like that woman who was like, I'm not even going to date somebody who is not the leader. Like, how does this, I want... <laughs> Does this matter for you guys? Like, do y'all care if you're the person you're dating is not the leader of their group? Like, does that factor in? Because I feel like that's more of a woman uh, thing than a guy thing. But I might be being, I, I, I might be assuming here. As long as we're not, like I said, as long as the relationship is equitable and that yeah. friend isn't taking advantage of them. And I think, you know, we are all talking to friends or people that we're in relationships with. We're like, they're like, yeah, that person's kind of not treating me right. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, maybe you should have a conversation with them. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I, and it's sad sometimes because like it's a person they really knew for a long time and they're just not giving the time of day because of other reasons. And, you know, as long as they recognize it or not being blinded, because, oh, I know this person since I grew up, you know, and, but no, like, if they understand, like, it's time to, like, move on or time to, like, stand up for yourself, you know, that's fine by me. Like, as long as you can stand up for yourself and are not afraid of a little, like, argument or, like, you know, saying, like, being, standing your ground, then I'm like, oh, that's awesome. I have to agree. I have to agree. Yeah. 
I would agree too. I think that like we should spend a lot more time looking at. I, I've been that's one of my meditations I've been um, on recently is just uh, meditating over the positive role of conflict in evolution period, whether it's like the growth of your um, friendship or if it's your, your personal growth um, and expansion, like conflict can um, serve you. It can serve the the degree to which you connect with yourself and the other person. You know, if you can make it past the conflict, you guys might actually experience deeper intimacy. But um, yeah, I think that as you were saying, when it comes to sort of friendships and um, just the uh, the roles that different people play in the in the ways that they look at themselves relative to the to to the friendship, I, I think it's it's very important that people are willing to just challenge themselves and the other person. And challenging yourself and the other person means being able to change roles sometimes. Um, so like if you're somebody whose nature is more attuned to being influential, or if you're somebody whose nature is more attuned to being influenced, if you guys are in the interest of growth, maybe a conflict may arise around that aspect of your nature. So you know a way to grow through that conflict is to be willing to shift. Be willing to say, hey, like, I'll actually take a step down from being the person who's usually, like, influencing, and I'll allow myself to be influenced. Uh, because you are willing to honor the um, dynamic nature of friendship and or just any relationship and growing together. Like, I think that I look at that from a relationship perspective, even from a romantic relationship perspective. Um, there might be things that come to me more naturally and that I'm that I and more energy, I, I present more energetically and I'm more dominant in some areas, but um, it's all about balance. So if I want to grow with myself and the other person, I want to be willing to like, um, just try, try to try to take on a role that maybe doesn't come to me as naturally, but um, by trying it out, I'm, I'm willing to sort of uh, create more, um, more of a balance. Yeah. I think for me, if it comes to dating, I'm definitely I feel bad. <laughs> I would catch an ick if it turned out they were a follower, <laughs> but I, I cannot, I cannot, I cannot, um, but definitely someone that could be adaptable. And like, I, as what you were just saying, like, I can see what's needed for the moment and I can feel that works for me, but like, that's great. Totally works for me. Love it. But also so does, as you were saying, somebody that can just put their foot down at certain points and be like, actually, I'm not for that and can say I'm out like can be okay with not making sure everybody comes to a consensus and can be good on their own. Like that hundred percent love it. But there's so many that are so concerned with the feelings of everybody in the group where I'm like, I, I'm ick. Like, I just, that's funny. I, yeah. I no, I, I, no, I, I really can't. Cause I think, cause for me, that's like, it makes you seem like a, like a, like a puppet. Like you're pulled by the strings of the others. Like if we don't reach consensus, consensus, if not everyone's on the same page and feeling good, like I couldn't care less. Does yeah. that make a terrible person? I don't care. I, I don't. That's terrible to say, but I don't. I really don't. I just like, yeah, some some group chat. Like, if like, we're not for it, then we're not for it. Like I'm not gonna. I sometimes can't be with somebody who's mean. like constantly trying to make sure there's an equilibrium. Of course, not someone that is like stirring the pot, obviously, but. Good Lord. Colin, you want to talk about group chats for our last oh, yeah. topic? I, I just think it just, that's just what it made me think about. It's just that like people can get so weird within group chats. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? It's like, mm -hmm. 
it's so like the culture of group chats is so like why does it matter like why are you not saying this or why are you not you know it's like it's like it's like a weird space like if i were to text somebody directly about something the way they would respond directly is different than how they would respond within a group chat depending on whatever the friendship dynamic <laughs> is but it's just be weird in high school sometimes i mean i don't i don't know i mean i don't know a lot of side conversations on its most like extreme level but i <laughs> will say audience. that like i just think that it's just like it just depends like some people just people be getting oh, meek God. as fuck people be getting timid as fuck when it comes to like group chats um and it's okay i mean like it, it, that's just sort of like the nature of it sometimes you're just like ooh, like let me just wait it out let me see what this person says before i say i'm down you know like i'm not down to do this move until i see this person say this yeah and yeah. and that's my point like it's weird energy it shouldn't matter like it's just like are you down or are you not down but people just be like followers and that's my point when it comes to this whole group leader thing like there could be somebody within that group who when they say that they're down now you see everyone else flood to say that they're down right but it's like the problem was why would you, why were you not down otherwise so, um and but yeah it's like a package right like there's also the question of who who started the, who brought the friend group together exactly. and that person's like i have a closer friendship with so-and-so because i knew them first exactly. and then i knew you because of them and so I, if they say they're going to be there, I'm going to be there. But me, because do you have friends that you only hung out with them in friend groups? And never one on one. Never one on one. Like, are those people really your friends? <laughs> like, if I can't hang out with you one on one, I guess oh, yeah. If yeah. I can't hang out with you one on one, then you're not my friend. Like, like, because I'm hanging out with you through this person, and that person is really the the one that's bringing you together. And so I think that there's that qualification in there. And like, I'm in this group chat with people like. I'm not really cool with this person's girlfriend who was this person's friend. Who I'm like, I don't know you, but you're always at this damn house. <laughs> like, yeah. And I'm like, why are you talking smack about this person over here? I'm like, and I'm like, okay, but you know, Lorenzo's going to be there. Okay, cool. Like, <laughs> no, I mean, um, this just reminded me of something I was going to say earlier in the conversation, but it like, um, I, it eluded me or it passed me by after a while. But yeah, it was made me think about just like the role of like just social media in terms of how we think about friendships and connections. Like I was talking about this with somebody recently, which was just that like, especially like on campus and like even like being in Greek life, it'd be like, yo, you just be meeting people and it's like, I guess that's my friend, but like, are you my friend? Like, it's almost like because I made this connection and it's like, okay, we follow each other and we know the same people we're cool but does that mean that we friends you see what i'm trying to say yeah. and it's like i think that we think that we're some you, you look at friendship as like literally just almost from a social media perspective like from a social media lens oh this person i follow this i'm i, I have connections i have mutual connections with this person and i you know what i'm trying to say we've we've, we've formed a, a formal connection but like i don't even mean connection in, in so much that you guys have emotional intimacy i mean connection as in like almost like the technological meaning of connection as in I follow you, you follow me. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? And uh, that translates to like, I, I just definitely experienced that a lot. I'm not even going to say that I didn't genuinely connect with people and I'm cool with people or whatever. And I deem them as people that I like appreciate and respect. But there's degrees. Like as, as you get older, I just feel like your circle gets smaller. Not everybody's your friend on that same level. Yeah, I, I believe that they, it'd be acquaintances and stuff. Like I'd be like, oh, okay, this person, yeah. somebody I know through this person or, or whatever. But it don't mean that we are we are that close. And I'm not saying that it's that I'm not willing to get close, but it's like I don't know you like that. But yeah, it's a, um, it's a mutual it's just, acknowledgement that you know that person exists. Like I know, I know you exist. You know I exist because we call right. each other. And you're like, okay, I'm comfortable saying what's up to you. Maybe even that. Sometimes people aren't like because and that's why shit. That's why it'd be fake because it's like you thought it'd be like, oh, that's my like you see what I'm trying to say. Because on on one hand, it was oh, it's friendship. 
but it really wasn't though because y'all don't really know each other it's, it'd be political especially like i'm not gonna get too much into stuff but like just once again if we're gonna think about personal like anecdotes and experiences like i'll just think back to some of my experiences specifically on a college campus like gw which is so inauthentic at times and um just the political nature of of how people interact with each other um can be quite off-putting because on some level you could think to yourself oh we have we formed this connection i know you and you know that would uh, enable me to reach that point of conclusion whereby i would say hey we're friends but because there's not that true intimacy um there's not that actual aspect of like i genuinely understand like I, we've taken time to build as people it's just that we know each other so once again it's like you're 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 um how do i put this into words it's like to me in your mind that my value isn't from a standpoint of we are building and connecting it's like by me saying that i know you it helps me get from a to b do you see what i'm trying to say yeah um it's like building the clout a little bit you know it builds your clout notoriety it's like a, it's there's an overall political nature to it. it's like a strategicness to it and it's and it's sort of weird but i mean i will say that you know going back to the the meme you know like there's a people respond to that people respond to this notion of clout people always responded to that and so like you know if you're like once again the, the meme was like oh if he if he not the, the friend leader and i don't know because i think you know maybe i think the difference i think like women are attracted to influential men like i think they like men who can lead men who can influence people men who like have clout and know people and i think that like if if you're the group leader you're the friend group leader then that 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 communicates to the to the to the woman oh you know he's a leader he influences people that's cool he got clout but you know it just depends on what we mean by leader and that's what we've been talking about but as a man you know is it the same if if you know somebody you're interested in is her group leader like you know what i'm saying and that's when it's different biases depending on the gender because you know there's nothing wrong with a certain manifestation of behavior but sometimes we judge it differently because it's a different gender so oh if a woman's a group leader you might perceive it as mm, she's like bossy. too much she's bossy but when a man is a group leader you're like oh that's that's a that's a leader right there that's a real masculine person yeah. that we should respect but i think it's important for us to recognize that it goes both ways and it's like i mean once again that was just me speaking to the meme obviously I understand why that person might have felt that way, but I just thought it was interesting to consider as a man, would I feel the same way if it was a woman and why not? And I think it's just because there's different biases that we have towards different identities. Thank you for listening to the 2721 Club. Make sure to subscribe to hear more episodes and give us your reviews. Follow us on all major streaming platforms along with Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube. Waking up my people like I said it's over. I'm no longer gonna be a soul. We'll never let you tell us over.